0: Forever, dog.
1: Listen, I'm trying to be a superhero one day, and it, and I'm, I'm yeah. very serious about it. I do not want to play a bad guy in a superhero movie, unless it's like Loki. Because oh, I grew up reading comics, and I kept reading about the heroes. I did not grow up being like I want to be. Clayface or some shit like he's cool i'm
2: totally i'm totally i'm totally out to play mr sinister i think he's like one that i actually have a good shot
1: my theory mr sinister Sinister is not a bad guy okay he is trying to do what he wants to do for the mutant population okay his genetics all right he's out for himself but he also cares about mutants too to an extent he's not a bad guy dr Doom Dr. doom is not a bad guy Doctor Doom is a victim. Yeah. Doctor Doom is a victim. <laughs> they be coming over to his country trying to start shit, and he's like, "Yo, I'm about to smirk all y'all." So, Turo, when you say you don't want to play a villain, you mean if you don't agree with their politics, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to play them. But if you uh, James if you are on their James, side, in terms I don't of their what you're talking about James, because the people I just named are not villains, okay. Okay. Also, also Clayface right. is pretty dope. But also, Clayface, Loki. and now I'm thinking about it, is kind of a good guy now, too. So he's actually not a bad guy.
3: <laughs> Stop <laughs> No, Yes.
1: In the comics. Mr.
2: Freeze. Mr. Freeze is a good guy. No, he's just trying to save his wife.
1: No, that nigga's crazy. Yeah, Mr. Freeze he's a is a good guy. He's a murderer. Clayface, <laughs> what? Clayface helps out the Bat family now. So you know what? Clayface is a good now guy. Now he does. All right. So. I don't agree that
3: helping out the good guys eventually makes you not a bad guy. Is Loki guy. or Deadpool a villain? Loki uh, is 1000 percent L- a villain.
1: Yeah, he's not a villain
2: <laughs> anymore.
1: Right. Yeah. But like historically, yeah. hey, hey. Deadpool. But he's a
0: Deadpool
2: is an anti-hero. He used to kind of be. Oh, a Oh, so now we now got anti-heroes?
1: To, anti-heroes? to me, to yeah, me.
2: Punisher, Wolverine, Deadpool, they are, are all heroes so who are just willing
1: to murk somebody. That's the only difference. Okay. They're out here trying to save the day. That's a pretty that's a pretty it's a pretty big difference. Murder is a hey, pretty big hey. difference. Soldiers. Air Force people, they trying to say today, and they got a merc person or two. Okay, they still they ain't an anti-hero. They a hero.
2: Yeah, but the Punisher straight straight up executes people
1: because like they up. deserve it. So what he's so what yeah. Judge Dread hero
3: <laughs> Venom yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: 2021 Venom, Ooh. hero.
3: <laughs> I just feel like, you know, the 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 ongoing battle between good and evil and like who is on the right side is really Eternals.
2: Yeah, James, should we actually like do no. like the introduction and like start the podcast? <laughs> he podcasts, tried to do maybe? it. You just,
3: that was worse. Yeah, it just feels like it's it's Eternals. No, but yeah, it's not is very it's much like Eternals. An race the movie is thing. called The Eternals. Yeah. No, the movie is called Eternals. Not Eternals. According
2: it's to It's the Eternals. Yeah.
3: It's Eternals, according to um IMDB. Doesn't the poster say and the according Eternals? to the about poster? look at right now. Eternals. Yeah, Eternals. No the, oh, the okay. is the all oh, wow, you're type. right. It's only Marvel's Eternals. This movie is called Eternals.
1: So Gerard, you told me wait, do we
2: need to start
3: this Oh yeah, we are like we are. Just starting so we so James a tried to be Bray Love
1: Transition and it was great, I guess, because it was Eternals, not the Eternals. Eternals. Fine. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock. James the third. Dra Milligan. Jigging. What more can I say? Black men can't jump. Black actors, man. Black actors. All right. All right. All right. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Please tell me you got that.
3: I did, sir. Uh,
0: that
1: was my favorite that dude, part of the movie. Bless that
2: dude. Bless yes. that dude.
1: All right. We are Black Men Can't Jump and Hollywood. We are a film review podcast that reviews movies. That's right. <laughs> Is that what I sound like? <laughs> reviews yes. films with black actors and also actors of color. Black people. people in of a color. studio movie. This week, we're reviewing the Marvel film. Eternals. And you know, Not yes. Braylock isn't here, so it's going to be a really fun episode. Please message him <laughs> to let him know that it was so much fun without him because we all had a great time. <laughs> and this voice is that of Jerome Milligan. And I'm James III. But we got a guest. Oh, yeah, let me do the drums. Let me get my drums. We got
3: a guest.
1: But, Bill
2: DeBerry! Hey, guys, thanks for having me back. Hey, man, now just so you know, Bill, you got drums. Do that before.
1: Hey, yo, first off, Bill, first off.
2: I appreciate the drums. Hey,
1: nigga, first off, yep. stop this. Don't be coming on this podcast. <laughs> first off, like, like, I, it, it caught me off guard a couple times. Don't be coming on this podcast sound like you want a goddamn Tracy Oliver. Movie or some shit trying to smooth talk everybody, okay? Lighten your voice up. Bill, does,
3: Bill does Lighten voice up. your voice up, How Bill. Do think <laughs> nah,
1: it? don't be coming. Nah, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> this is the voice. Don't be coming here smooth talking <laughs> niggas Nah, damn that, Bill. <laughs> I'm trying to, that nigga caught me off guard y'all can't see y'all can't see but Bill over here trying to talk deep and like leaning in trying to trying to make eye contact and shit not today Bill ain't trying to smooth talk
2: Gerard uh, I don't know what you're talking about man I don't know
1: what you're talking about at all <laughs> fucking R&B ass that's
3: that is the voice of <laughs> Yo, I seriously, several audio books I
2: was walking through Times Square the other day I, my afro was a little bit and these dudes were trying to sell me some shit. And They're like, hey yo, Maxwell. Yo, I'm
1: about to say yo, that. Maxwell. I'm about to say oh old, old school Maxwell ass. Oh man. Now every every lady on the podcast will be walking around Manhattan and be like, yo, I know that they can come through Times Square. Where is he? Yo, I heard you, I heard you a, a nerd stand as well. I'm excited for this. Uh, uh dude. Oh, snap. Yes, oh, yes. You got cap. Phil is okay, angling respect. and yeah, showing I a, his. Uh, I got a whole corner. Respect. Respect. Corner. I got comics hidden because my girlfriend do not let me keep them out no more. Um, oh, dude. Brian, <laughs> so that's,
2: that's a story. Yeah. That, that, so, yeah, so there's Lily in
1: cabinets behind me because she was like, we don't even really live here. Why do we have this many? I was like, I'm sorry. They come out every week. So this is what I do. Uh, yeah. My clients. All right. So
3: let's set up the movie. The movie. Eternals. So it's in phase four of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, it just opened this weekend. It's looking like a seventy-one million dollar box isn't bad. office. Which it was projected at seventy-five,
1: is- which still is lower than uh Shang Chi and Black Widow. Yeah, and that's that's domestic.
3: It looks like one sixty-one point seven million. Uh worldwide,
2: that's according to Wikipedia. It's also not playing in certain Middle Eastern countries yep. and they won't say why, but probably because of the game. Marvel actors. won't edit it out, ah, so good for mm-hmm. them. You know what? Good for them. And kudos. I was a little surprised because I know Disney and look, Disney still Love you. Hoping to work for you. Mm. But uh a lot of times these big corporations cave. Yeah. And I was really, because yeah. they're making a lot of concessions to China in all their movies. So it's just really nice to see them at least standing up. Which is real. Uh For, for the gay representation in this film.
1: So. This movie yeah, that's, has, that's as great. of right now, a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, which Ooh. makes it but is wait, that what you see? But what's the I audience see, and what's the critic? I see a 48. Wait, you see 48? Is, it's odd that we're oh, getting too no, different. Oh, snap, no, no, no. I checked this morning, it said 56. It says 48 right now.
3: No, it has right. a 48 on Rotten Tomatoes at the time of this
2: recording. 81% oh, wow. audience score. 81% audience. Yeah. Which is solid B, right? But, yeah. but, Marvel, but yeah. Marvel
1: movies normally average 48. A's when it comes to the audience score. Yeah, they don't, and I love them. They don't all deserve No, any. they don't. They yeah, do. Yeah, they do. I mean, you know, because so hey, I want to preface yeah. uh, before we even get into it, Bill, I just want to preface this episode where uh, Marvel, um, please understand that I'm not one of those people who craps on superhero movies. Um, I'm not Timothy Chalamet. I know he's loved, he doesn't want to be a superhero. I do. So anything you hear bad about your movie, Jonathan Braylock has said it. Okay. If any, no matter what voice you hear, if someone says something bad, Jonathan Braylock no. said it, not Gerard and, Milligan, okay. not James III, not Bill. Thank you, Jonathan Braylock
2: Thank did it. You. This is actually so, great. I appreciate that. What, what I will say, what I will say, Marvel, I, I need to uh, do okay, my please, disclaimer. Please. Is that we all to any super intelligent, introspective, somewhat revelatory statement you hear related to the comic book genre? I did say. And it's a reason why you should hire me either in front or behind the camera. So there you go. That's
1: real.
3: Um, and all of the love, Marvel, all the love. They, they, will, trust you. The they love. will trust you. That's said by James All of the love. They will trust you. Wait, okay, wait. But before we do initial thoughts, real quick, the quick synopsis of the movie. Oh. That stars Jimma uh, Chan. A lot of people. Salma Hayek. Brian Tyree Henry. Angelina Jolie. Uh, Kamal. Nanjiani uh Lauren Ridloff just trying to make sure I say all the people of color. Uh madon uh, Ma mm-hmm. Siok, silk Did I say that correctly? Somebody tell tell me tell you know tweet at me tell me if and, I said it right uh, or wrong. Harris Patel. Yes. Oh, he was so great. Um uh, okay. Uh and then and then a bunch of other people, but we're going to you know but and uh, directed written uh by co-written Chloe Zhao. and directed by Chloe Zhao, Oscar winner. Um okay, is about a group of Eternal beings that have been around since before recorded time who are responsible for stopping, uh, a group of deviant, uh, monsters that have been trying to attack humanity. And the movies about sort of the resurgence of these deviants and the re-emergence of these eternal beings, um, and, uh, you know how that what it, all that follows after that but also so that's, the, that's the, the
2: also the movie is about family and okay, sacrifice and okay and the <laughs> gray areas of good and evil and right and wrong and okay, does right. the greater good
1: outweigh like individual life Nigga, you really trying to get a job i'll be out here trying to get a job <laughs> like, like you trying to get a job <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's campaigning. Well, Bill, do you want to do your initial
2: thoughts? Do you want to start? Oh, yeah. Before we started, we were debating the Rotten Tomatoes,
1: and Gerard has a theory. So I have a theory. I think the thing about this movie is, and this isn't my... This this isn't whether or not I like it or my initial thought, but my theory is, like, this is probably not a Marvel movie. This is a DC movie done right. And what I mean by that is is that it feels, like, from the color palette, I know, I mean, Chloe um, Zhao did this, and she's fantastic, and her visuals are always great, but, the in, like, the introspectiveness of it all, the adultness of it all, it is so far removed from what Marvel normally does. It To me, this is what the movie that DC has been trying to do, but haven't been able to, like, crack. Um, maybe DC probably would have added a little more action, but, like, they're trying to do this adult thing that's still kind of family-friendly. So I feel like this is a great DC movie, but it's a different Marvel movie than what people are used to. So it's like kind of jarring. Uh, DC also would have turned off all the lights. It would have turned <laughs>
3: off all the lights. There would have been no sun.
2: <laughs> and the CGI would have been yes. terrible. So it's yes. a DC um, movie
1: done right? That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, I, you know, Jira, I uh, I think that's a great... Come on, brother. Like log line Come analysis on, of you. this film. I mean, I think I think a lot of the... I'm not going to say it's a perfect film. I think there are a lot of things they did in this film that I hope they carry forward. Mm-hmm. Right, um, like real locations. Yep. So not everything is a gray soundstage. Mm-hmm. Actual stakes. Mm-hmm. Really like good acting with deep character development. Um, the fight scenes were like really well done. I thought. Uh, but what everything you're saying about the DCness of it, if someone else said that and I didn't get it, I understand now what you mean. DC was in such a hurry to catch up to Marvel out of, after the success of Iron Man and mm-hmm. Avengers. They did the Marvel formula backwards mm-hmm. where they started basically trying to do a big team movie mm-hmm. and then build out the individual stories, which is the bass backwards way to do it. Here we're dealing with 10 characters that only like die hard nerds have even mm-hmm. heard of before. So they're trying to introduce 10 characters in a big team movie. And I think they were successful. Now I know... James will get into this, but he and I had a conversation offline where he was like, I didn't really give a shit about any of them, but I would see a second one. And I did kind of like it. Braylock said but, that. Braylock said uh, that. Oh, Bray- no, oh sorry. Braylock. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but get i did that. I just thought, you know, I think it's a solid like seven, you know, oh. so I'd give it, you know, like a B, I'd like a B-ish. I think there are some things, as I mentioned, like with the acting the the direction uh, the way it was the cinematography the actual locations the fight scenes the cgi that was used was fantastic and they handled like dc does these every dc movie is this huge cosmic like whatever the crazy fucking thing and this jack herby stuff is really yeah, out there for sure and i thought they adapt i thought they adapted it about as well as you could Um, I, there's one change they made that I didn't like. I don't know how spoilery we're going to get. We don't Um, have to
3: be spoilery yet, but we will be, are going to spoil. So if
2: you want to say it now, you can. But I don't, I don't think the hate is justified. I think Tarazan is something. I think a lot of the hate is expectations not being met because Marvel also the movie wasn't nearly the formulaic thing that almost every other Mm -hmm. Marvel film was. And I, I love the Marvel films, but they're pretty formulaic yeah. and that's the thing they need to get away from. And I think they successfully yeah. did get away from that. Yes. I am just yeah. worried that if this film doesn't quote unquote do well, they're going to go back to the formula and then we're just going to get the good reviews I have seen. This is my last point. My good reviews I ha- that I have seen have said it's a Marvel film for people who don't like Marvel films. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I would hate I would actually hate if they started if they if they started trying to go back to what they were doing in phase Three, I think phase three specifically kind of ho- really honed in on like, this is what Marvel is like the kind of like yeah. really goofy, like, you know, like, hi- like uh, high CGI, tons of explosions um, and like and all kind of like
2: and, whip and every, every emotional and- moment is undercut by, undercut by a joke. Uh, 100%. And they, they yeah, didn't, they didn't yeah. really do that in this Kumail was the only guy doing it. And it worked for mm-hmm. me that way. Yeah.
3: I so I'll say just because you brought up what I said about the characters. I'm actually I'm actually shocked at how well this this movie was able to was able to introduce 10 brand new <laughs> people and like and really do their best at balancing it. There were some people I wanted to see a little bit more of th- than than they were not than others than they were in the movie. But um but it this didn't feel like the first Justice League, you know, when like, it didn't feel like that in terms of like, no, like really trying to hammer all of these <laughs> people you kind into got it.
2: The sense of everyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
3: You re- it, They did a really good job of, of, of doing that. But in terms of the, the, the not caring about the characters, I, g- growing up as somebody who, who started reading comics later, but was like, you know, inundated with the TV shows and the movies and stuff is, it was very much like you were in the Batman or you were in the Superman. And those were the, that was the binary. The binary was, are you into like this human being who like, who is going at it his own way? Or are you into this fully overpowered, like being <laughs> right. And like, that was like the binary that I was on. And I was like, I don't, I don't really fuck with Superman. I like Batman. I like somebody that's a human that is rising up to blah, 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 whatever. Right. And so when when I saw that they they were doing Eternals, I was. My wife even asked me like a few days ago. She was. Cat asked me a few days ago. She was like, "You know, oh, are you excited about? Are you excited?" And I was like, "I'm not. No. What? <laughs> I'm not. Ex- I'm not excited about seeing this movie because I just was not interested in even just the the premise of like eternal beings that are overpowered that like that like you know like that just are what they what they." they are and then as the movie progressed i was like for as much as i i, I thought the movie was very well directed i thought that the, there was very scary moment, like the, the 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 deviants were scary i thought that was that was remarkable because i was like i was legitimately afraid of them um <laughs> the fact that like the way that they uh uh you know they they, they murk sama hayek early so you are mm-hmm. sort of like oh no like who could die you don't know who could die you don't know which especially not knowing the eternals and not knowing which characters become important in the comics or even if that is something that I- they Iker- even been to is do like
2: in the comics like the most important yeah at least yeah. the last few years so the fact that yeah. they took him out and the fact yeah, that he was yeah. oh, okay so full spoilers now clearly but, but, right. but the, but, the but fact it's like, that but, he was the twist with him actually being the bad guy that was like super interesting yeah. to me and did not right. i did and not so, see that and, coming
3: and so there were a lot of surprises. Um, and then and I really love that this broke the mold in terms of types of, of in terms of like how a Marvel movie looks. I really enjoyed that. So, but in terms of like my connection to the characters, like I already thought that I wasn't gonna be into this because of that level of and 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 just in general, as a as a fan of of uh the first 10 years, like I'm I'm struggling with like I'm struggling with like what the new phases are going to look like because of these overpowered beings, because of the sort of cosmic nature of it. i um, super excited about the multiverse, but then, but then also even in seeing this, not knowing the source material, I'm confused as to how they even fit into that. Like, are they beyond the multiverse or are these like, or is this, <laughs> you know what I mean? I is mean this, if, yeah. if, you're,
2: if you're asking, and this was sort of something they had sort of talked about is that I think Kevin Feige said like years ago, they're going to sort of do their their Earth-level shit and their cosmic shit.
1: I do right? remember that. So I
2: do remember that. Guardian, oh, wow. So yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Eternals, to some extent, Thor is going to go the cosmic way because yeah. they got Silver Surfer back. They got Galactus back.
0: They got all yeah, kinds of crazy yeah.
2: space shit that they... And also, like, in the comics, Cersei, I think, a sort of somewhat depowered Cersei. And she's actually the one that went crazy in the comics. Yeah, that's Athena. what I thought it was. Her and oh. her, her Black Knight were long term Avengers, I think mm-hmm. maybe even West Coast. But Black point. Knight always get kicked out because he's crazy. Well, yeah, because the sword <laughs> because the sword makes. we're talk
1: to him, um, right?
2: Yeah, but uh, sword so, be saying shit. So I'm excited because like there could be a whole second movie with Harry Styles and Angelina Jolie and those motherfuckers yeah. on the ship going to do their thing, and then maybe yeah. Natalie Portman Thor comes and fucks some shit up, and then Silver Surfer and, that, and I don't know, whatever.
3: And no. that's the last thing I'll say, right? Like, like. Like by the end of the by the end of this movie, as much as I was like, I still don't think I'm into this idea of like these sort of overpowered beings. Like, I just don't think I'm on board with that as it's just not it doesn't tweak my interest. I was kind of okay. I was I was like, I went back and forth about the like, oh, they're robot. Oh, they're kind of dealing with what their existence is. They don't quite know. Like that was a little, I went, I dipped in and out of being interested in that. But then at the end, everything that they set up, I was just like, all right, cool. I'll see. I'll see the next one. I'll see whatever, you know, like I'll, I'll see it. <laughs> I didn't know? like so that's that where they it, made that's them where space I
2: robots. I don't know why they chose that. Yeah. I mean, I have like kind of judeo-christian ideas on why they chose that to not offend too many people by like <laughs> yeah exactly. the nature of evolution <laughs> and god and all that but i i don't think making them space robots was helpful to people sympathizing with them
1: right um, yeah sure but mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i am torn when it comes to this movie like i i think marvel's really good because if you think about it marvel has built the mcu on characters that were like third tier like growing up like i remember used to i remember i used to watch like Everyone knows I'm a big Batman fan, but Batman and X-Men were hella important. Like, and so was Spider-Man. That was the Mainly ship. because of the cartoons. In the 90s? Yeah. Come on. And the cartoons. And remember yeah. they had, like, the Marvel Power Hour. It was like, you know, they had Spider-Man, they had, like, Iron Man, and they had Hulk, and they had Fantastic Four. And, like, all those characters were, like, good, but they never were Spider-Man. They never were X-Men. But the fact that they built... I think for me, Marvel has a lot of trust because I knew shit about Guardians of the Galaxy, and I saw that first one, and I was like, this is hella fun. It's a raccoon and a talking tree. It's tough because James probably heard me talk about this for like a year now. But when I saw the first trailer for Eternals, I instantly was not excited. Um, I don't know why I, I can't. It's tricky because it does feel like a better DC movie. And Bill, you're right. Like the stakes were there. People were getting murked. Like, like, and James, crazy. And James, like the deviants were scary. Like when they had that flashback and like the woman was coming out the water and just grabbed the dad. I was like, oh, shit. That was scared. It yeah. scared me. And, and also in like the, in, all the, in the, the
2: jungle, the jungle sequence, the jungle shit was great.
1: I I, yeah. all the, oh, st-
2: the back and forth in time stuff. Like I thought it was great. So well.
1: I loved that shit. But it's hard because I do agree, like Marvel needs to do something different. And this was the movie of like, yo, we're trying something different. Like my grievance with um, Shang-Chi because it, it, it felt like everything else. It was beautiful, but it felt like the run of the mill where this felt different. But I am one of the people who didn't necessarily enjoy the experience. And I don't I don't know why. Because it did everything I wanted a Marvel movie so to do. So you didn't like it? It's not that I didn't like it. It was just like... I'll tell you, what my, my my friend Steven loved it. And I said this. It's like, because I don't know how they fit into Marvel, I personally don't need to see them again. Like, I, I don't have any excitement of, like, the next... Um, eternals movie like even when it comes to black knight it's like the coolest part about the black knight scene at the end was blade you know what i mean spoiler but it's like why didn't they just show his fucking face i was like what the fuck also why is blade talking to black knight in the first place
2: so so there was a comic years ago where they were on it they were on a team i don't remember the name of the team and i think there was a, a lot of heroes that actually were like british based and they were fighting supernatural shit because so yeah. here's the thing. And that, that's, so I don't know. Sense, so right? deep dive, deep, deep, brief, deep dive on Black Knight. So the Ebony Blade that he has, which was created by Merlin from a meteorite. Mm. Right. Merlin lied to his ancestors because right because he's right, descended from a long line shit, of Black yeah. Knights from from King King Arthur's mm. court. It does bestow extra powers on the on the user. But it, it kind of consumes their soul and makes them crazy and turns them evil. So that, that's been the struggle of the of the Black Knight. Who's, so this Dane Whitman, he's trying to atone for his uncle who used it for evil. But Dane's problem is that every time he uses it. But what they've done recently in Marvel with the Knull storyline, Knull, the god of the symbiotes, Venom being a symbiote. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how can I condense this? Real quick? I love
1: this. This is great. So
2: this also this yeah, also this ties into Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> so Christian Bale is coming back to comic book movies. He's playing Gore Gore the God yeah, Butcher yeah. in Thor: Love and Thunder. If you haven't read the Jason Aaron Thor run, both the Jane Foster Thor and the it's un- so about to kill really Natalie
1: so Anyway, spoiler, Never mind. Go ahead.
2: No, she about to be. I know, Thor. but she gets eight. so anyway, Gore. Go so Gore the God Butcher <laughs> gets a weapon, uh, the the all black the Necro Sword. Later we learn, like much, and he tries to kill Thor with it and all this other shit. Later we learn that All Black the Necrosword was created by or is actually part of Knull, the god of the symbionts. Oh. And we learn that the meteorite, the meteorite that the ebony blade was made from is actually also of the same origin. What? I didn't know that. And that All Black the Necrosword can kill a Celestial and cut off the head of the Celestial Uh that uh became uh nowhere, right? Uh, So theoretically Ebony Blade can tie into fucking Thor and to Venom.
1: Mm -hmm. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should Payday, the money you earn, can be in your hands today with Earning? Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work
3: Download Earnin today, spelled E A R N I N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Jump Under Podcast where you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash T O S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
0: Priceline presents, go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy prize. Go to your happy prize, Priceline. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh, no. He's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Let's
1: get into it. I think that the thing about the movie... I was reading and Chloe said she was inspired by Man of Steel, which this feels very... Hearing that, I'm like... Oh, that is great to hear. 100%. Get that. Because this is certainly 1,000% like better than yes. Man, like of Man of
3: Steel. Yes, it's like...
1: It is. I think that, <laughs> but you can see the inspiration I think for the sure. Issue, yeah. I think my main issue with it, and I think this is actually like... Um, I don't know if it's performance or written or whatever, but I think to me, when I watch a superhero movie, there's that point where... The superhero, like maybe, is confident. Then they take a loss and unsure themselves, and at the end, they gotta like they gain the courage to do the thing. Um, this movie felt like that was happening, but everyone's emotions stayed the same. Like, like, like yeah. Cersei to me hmm. had the same bewildered look at the beginning as she had at the end of the movie. <laughs> like, like, no, no one physically, no one physically changed. The only person who did grow or change is when we got to Icarus, who was like. Fuck all this. I want this emergence to happen. Like, that is the dude who was like, This is who I am now. And like, or, or this maybe yeah. who I always was, but this is who I am. Like, that is the only person to me who had the superhero journey. Like, I understand, like, Cersei yeah. got the power to do it, but even when she was doing that, it didn't feel like yeah! But it didn't
2: it didn't it didn't seem like she was really taking control of it it was more like can i do this is this going to work like what's going to happen yeah and, yeah. and, and, and it is
1: sorry just, and you go, and my, my last thing is like the only thing no, that's this, this bad about sure. it is that my fear isn't necessarily that marvel's going to go back and do their own thing i think they're i think kevin Feige, which i think is much better than anyone else has a distinct idea of what he's going to do and is trusted enough to do it. I think he's going to double down even and go for it. Like I feel like he's going to come out and be like, yo, this is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Because I think it should be. My worry is that I've read reviews that keep saying this movie failed. Matter of fact, um, um, my agent has sent me the quote because I was just so dumbfounded by it. It was like, um, um, here we go. The actual quote is, I'm going to read the last line of this. Uh, Eternals, is the first Marvel movie to open certified rotten on um, Rotten Tomatoes. This flick is getting decidedly missed reviews in spite of a diverse all-star cast. And the thing that scares me is that Chloe is an Oscar-winning diverse director. This cast is super diverse. It has the first deaf um, superhero. It has the first LGBTQ plus character. And it's so much to me pressure on that, and it's not doing well. Period. Like. And also let's,
2: let's, let's yeah. touch on that LGBTQ thing. It's the first character that's like, it's meaningful. It's yes. important to the story. And it's also not like, oh, look, he's gay. It's like, oh no, he has a fully developed family character life, which is his motivation. <laughs> right. And I, I think, look, I think some of the reason it's not doing well is, is the blowback on the perceived like SJW wokeness of it. Yeah. I will say that all the, all that diversity to me in the film seems incredibly intentional and incredibly well done
1: yeah it didn't if, and it yeah. also makes and, and sense and
2: it, the, if you look at like the, what the characters are supposed to be it makes sense
3: yeah exactly I mean, right, Well, exactly these eternal beings that have seen all of <laughs> they've seen all of humanity from the
1: beginning to the end right like
2: yeah there's need, also some need, nice takes on colonization
1: yes I, and, yeah uh, I, I wish they would have hit it more because they kept saying my the biggest the biggest person i wanted more of was kunal and hey, hear me out for a year now, I've been seeing... Wait, K- Kamel, Kamel, Kamel. Sorry, Lion, Johnny. um For a year now, I've been seeing photos of this nigga jacked as hell. Like, arms out, <laughs> doing shit. Like, I'm like, oh, my man about to be in here whooping ass, and I didn't know the characters. And when he didn't come back at the end, I thought it was such a ballsy move. I can't believe it. Because I was it. like, oh, he's going to come back and help them at the end. But when he was like, nah, I don't want to fight any of y'all. And just dipped. And, like, just, and literally dipped. I was like, yo, this is I- crazy. <laughs>
3: I hate that part, and we, let's talk about that yeah. when we get to it. I mean, like at the the beginning of the movie, right? It opens with a an opening scroll, a long opening scroll. It's the yeah. first first Marvel Marvel movie to to, to need a scroll much so so info on <laughs> in him. I think beginning. you had
1: to like,
2: yeah. There's a lot they, of exposition, but I think they did it well, and it's necessary. Yeah, I think they had the shit to. is so complicated, right.
3: right? But then we cut to them, like sort of essentially just them. You know, the we get the scary deviant come out, and then we essentially just see. A a fight sequence, like they they come in in yeah. their in their ship, and, and it was a very see... two thousand
2: one space odyssey obelisk. Homage, yeah, and...
3: yeah, which was great. There like were I, 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 shots I, I, I this. loved there all this. They were beautiful I the, shots. The Homage in this. For me, when okay, this this has to do with me being thirty a thirty five year old millennial. But when <laughs> but when Angelina Jolie came out and just started like <laughs> <laughs> with her uh, <laughs> knives and shit, I was just like, oh, like. <laughs>
2: It was, it, I don't was, know. it was really nice to see Angelina Jolie like like doing some fighting, like yeah. crazy shit. I didn't
3: know how much I missed yeah. Angelina Jolie until yeah. she came yeah. out. She looked just glorious. She did. She, she looks dope she in that did. I was like, yo, God bless you. Look at it you. It was incredible.
2: I mean, she was doing Brian real like, doing M. some British accent. Yeah. I don't know, but I really hope that we get more. If we don't get more Angie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that would be a fucking tragedy.
1: Uh, Brian Tyree had like apparently he came up with the hand things the... on his own. Like that wasn't Chloe. So, yeah. She was like he came in on set and was like just doing shit on his own, mm-hmm. just like <laughs> like that. Actually, like he just came in just like fucking with shit.
2: <laughs> did you hear, did you hear Kamel's take on on his on his choreography? No. So he so okay so. For those who haven't seen him, so Brian Tyree is the inventor. And I thought that whole thing was so cool. So he invents this stuff by these weird, beautiful hand movements he does. And Kumail, he basically shoots like lasers. And and Kumail, I saw him on like Jimmy Kimmel or something. And he was talking about he didn't know what to do. And Chloe Zhao basically instructed him to do finger guns. And he's like, really? Finger guns? And he goes, but it looks cool, and you know what? It is. It is. And he does a command <laughs> man. He does a
1: command at one point. All of a sudden, when he get, he needs a big one, he yeah. hits you with the kamehameha. He does a Hadoop, like, Yeah, like, look at hadouken. you, brother. Um.
3: And for like who for the journey of that character, it's so fun that his power started in this way. In this way, that's kind of like it's kind of like reference-y. It's kind of like it's a little hokey to do the yeah. finger guns. Like it's like and to who he who he becomes later, it's like cool. It, like yeah. it, it really it really fits uh his character after when we get out of this battle are we, do we cut straight to <laughs> present yeah we do yes. uh-huh. wait so she gives yeah. she gives the knife um, is the,
2: the knife is the transition
3: gives him the knife and then we see now we see the knife present day it's in a museum since some a museum ad and she's like and
2: by the way we need to establish what you are talking about so Gemma, Gemma, <laughs> yeah, is right. Gemma, Shen, Gemma Chen gives gives a a child in ancient prehistory this mm-hmm. special knife and then we flash to the forward to present day and Gemma Chan is, is some sort of museum yes, curator London. person and she's in London. And there's a like a billboard of the
1: knife in the uh, of an exhibit in in some famous And we find out London. she's addicted to her right. phone because she keeps looking right. at her phone already. Addicted to her Which phone is, and uh, she's dating
2: Jon Snow. Yes.
1: Right. She's technically yes. the lead of this movie, yes. right? Like, she is. I would say, she
3: she's the lead yeah. of the movie. Um and I didn't realize I didn't know uh I didn't know Kit Harrington was in this oh, I, I, oh, wow. I I I did not know he was did
2: in Did you know it. Rob Stark was in it? Um no I, I never know. watched Game of, Th- Game of Thrones, I did, so I didn't I know. Think I he saw... was a start. Well the first few seasons of Game of Thrones are amazing and then you have to stop watching. Uh.
3: <laughs> yeah. I I I think I saw maybe one trailer a million years ago. Hmm. You know, they're like the first trailer that that came out. And so I I was like, Oh, you know when he showed up i was like oh shit i didn't okay
2: (laughs) it it is important to say that black knight is one of the few characters in the history of comic books whose name is black something and they're not actually black. that's real Yes, that's real yes
3: and the reason that i knew this character existed is because for as much as i hate that there are so many black characters who have black in the name when i i'll i'll be like scrolling through comic book shops and I'll see Black Knight and I'll be, like, oh, and I lean in and then <laughs> well, I realize it's not him. Wow, so you've the black parody. <laughs> oh, well, what it, it, it is a signif- it is it has become a signifier of black characters so, to have black yeah. in the in the title of your of your book. Um and so like that was like a weird like, oh, and that was that was that was my introduction to yeah. that character, like and, me going and to coffee for, shops.
2: Uh those people hoping to see Kit Harrington become Black Knight in this film, that does not happen. i tell you, so that is, I that see is the, sword. the we end. see
1: the sword we know he's gonna pick it up I will tell you what is starting to bother me um, I mm. am I'm starting to get tired of uh, sit through this movie and then the next one's gonna be better and like that is starting to get to me in a way of like it's not feeling like a tease anymore it's like sometimes I'm watching these movies I'm like alright this one was fine but then the stuff I really wanna see you're not gonna answer it or you're gonna be like I'm gonna tease you and like The next one is where we're going to do the thing you really wanted to see. I'm like, I do think they're doing
3: a generally better job at these origin films, though. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I think I mean, Black Panther obviously had been in like two movies, I think, before
2: Black or maybe one movie before Black Panther. But like Shang-Chi was a. Was formulaic, but it was a really good origin film. Like really, yeah, good. Like yeah, fight Shang-Chi and, and shit, and getting to know him. Like
3: and Spider-Man also, far from, far from home. Uh, oh, uh so good. What was the first one? Homecoming, homecoming, homecoming. homecoming. So good, homecoming. So good. homecoming. So good. Yeah, like those. Th- th- I think they've been doing a late lately. Been doing a better job at, at these, and I think that this is what this is one of them. Even though there is so much stuff that is
2: set up for future. I, I think um, I think with this film, James, what you're on, I think what you're on to is like. There's so much they had to set up if they're going to do these characters. Yeah. Um, and I, I think raising the stakes and actually killing some of them off um, yeah. kind of helps that. I feel like even though it maybe has the most cliffhangery sort of, of Marvel endings that I can remember recently, it also kind of serves a kind of self-contained thing. And I appreciated that. I, I don't know that I am looking at it as, oh, the good excuse me the good shit is coming later i'm like just oh this whole different weird other exciting thing is going to happen later which is the star fox and pit patrol and lord right. the yo else. i hope absolutely that.
3: okay wait so we got to get out of the scene so there's a you know there's an earthquake We're still that rocks, to it. <laughs> <laughs> there's an earthquake that rocks uh london and uh you know we see that that jimma chan can still use her powers I, I wasn't sure i was like oh shit is she just straight up human now, like is she like the uh, one something? one of the storylines that
2: this was based in, I think it was the Neil Gaiman run of Eternals, where where Sprite is actually the bad guy. That's
1: what I thought was going to uh, happen. The,
2: Etern- the Eternals don't remember that they're Eternals, so yeah. I thought and they, it were seemed like they were going
3: to. It seemed like they were potentially doing that, but she still uses her po- she uses her powers to save the the kids, um, and they get out Goes of to this a birthday party. Uh, but if they go to a birthday party, and in that scene. Kit Harrington is like, hey, hold up, for real. Are you a wizard? Are you Doctor yeah. Strange? <laughs> <Are> you- <Yeah. laughs> and I and I was it, like, thank goodness, because she very openly it used that- her powers yeah, it was, in that classroom.
2: It, it was very cool, I thought, and necessary for them to have some kind of dialogue where they establish that the world is sort of okay with their being. Beings insane kind of superheroes like Dr. Strange. Okay, this person is just a wizard now. Cool.
3: And also not knowing uh, me at this time, not knowing that Kit is playing a character who has superhero origins, like to to have him very early on just flat out ask a question like that is kind of him being like, am I able to tell you my shit? Like, (laughs) like I was wondering what they were doing with him. In that moment, he's kind of trying to, he's trying to figure out If he can introduce some of his superhero stuff to her.
1: Yeah, man. uh, Man. Oh, man.
2: I mean, also, James, the things you said about, like, these all-powerful immortal beings, I thought they did a really good job of establishing the fact that, like, Icarus is really the only one of them that is super hard to take out. Like, they all have insane power sets, but that only do specific I didn't things.
1: understand how he was, like, I didn't understand how he was so much stronger than Kunal. They both had lasers. One just shot him out of their hands and the other one just had it out of yeah, his eyes. Yeah, he, because he could fly. Because he flew I mean, and he had super being, being strength. Oh, he was super strength. I think was like, I, think. I thought all the, I thought all the, de- I mean, all the Eternals had a base power of like strength, um, um superhuman strength like what is it i even had it up like they all, i thought they all had well but they to it to it to some extent they do right like we see
3: we later we see druic get shot by the lasers through the earth yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah. know and then he and he still survives that but, but, it's like but the i, I of think flights, i think flights like just being the only one that can fly there's so much with that <laughs> <laughs> you know like you can do you you just can escape he, he so many some, more things he has like super things. speed
2: with the flight he's not as fast as Makari, yeah. clearly that character right. was so cool. Kudos I need, need that, more. Right? I need we, more.
1: And, from, I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to complain about more. this movie because I'm, I'm tough about it, but the more and more I think about it, I think like there's certain things I just really don't like. Um, <laughs> it's like, I don't like, Yeah. I, I don't like, I know that the Deviants now look very beautiful in this movie to an extent. I don't like, like if you're going to go for the adult thing, like these motherfuckers are hideous and like kind of like, they, they look like Deviants. Like what the name is his from. Oh. It's like, they look like these beautiful, like glow in the dark, Monsters, and they just seemed dumb. Yeah, they're with like it.
2: beautiful, terrifying.
1: Yeah, monsters. but they can think. I, I was. They can think. You see, I w- Well,
2: they can only think as they consume eternals. Yeah, right? they're, for the, they're, they're like, further. Like, they're further. They They do think, but they can only get to like human levels of intelligence as they consume the eternals and absorb their powers. Oh, and I memories. thought that was like yeah. from this. I, I was. That was
1: real. All right, cool. 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 Cool.
2: No, I know, no, I'm saying that's funny. Oh, the oh yes. In the comics, in the com- so in the comics, the deviants are humanoid. Thanos looks the way Thanos looks because he has a deviant yeah. gene, right? So the deviants are are deviants of humanity and look humane. How cool would it ish, right? have but, been
1: if they would have been like, sorry to cut you off, if they would have been like, the beautiful thing I loved about the original Frankenstein, the actual book, is that Frankenstein was actually like a ooh, gentle okay. person. But society made him bad based on how he looks. How cool would it be? The, about the monster, monster, Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster, Frankenstein's monster. How crazy would it have been? And it kind of hinted on it here, where like we realized the deviants were like the ones that were misunderstood. And then the turnovers had to have a reckoning of like, oh man, we thought we were coming out. And next thing you know, these, I don't know, I just was not. Well, they but they did they, do, they did, did do that, do that yeah. but they don't but they don't do it. They don't hit it as hard.
3: There's a because, there, but I think that's because there is just so much to set up in this mm. movie. I mean, I mean, you know, like when we first see the deviants in present day, and you know, <laughs> and they're chasing after we, you know, we we get that sprite is like still a kid and like proje- you know projecting her image as 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 being older so she can experience some of these things but we have sprite and and uh cersei and kit they're all running away from this deviant and the only eternal that shows up outside of them is icarus like they're yeah and also the like movie clearly, is like very slowly rolling out yeah each individual yeah. <laughs> you know eternal over time that's like what and justice like, league tried to do yeah Right. But this is part of the part. This is also part of why I, I I feel like part of what makes this successful or more successful than, say, Justice League is that, like, they set up that we have this understanding that, like, this is a super team that's been around for ages. And so we see them in, like, I don't know, what is it, 500, 5000
2: BC at uh, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon yeah. and shit like that. So
3: that, well, That's when we first see them. And then cutting to the present it's like yeah i guess they're all they've all scattered somehow like we sort of just immediately accept like yeah we'll get a slow we'll get a slow i also think it's helpful that we don't have
1: to care about them like and and i mean that in like with them the deviants or them them the eternals Eternals. like for instance like because they aren't super famous whereas like with with justice league you gotta give you gotta talk about batman you gotta talk about like all of them are so important that they have to get like a certain weight so you miss them whereas when they killed off some of these Eternals, I didn't know them that much. So it wasn't like the biggest yeah, you thing only, for me.
2: You only felt like I felt it. Cause I like, for example, I love the dude that was playing Gilgamesh. and I was like, Oh mm, fuck. Yeah. You know, killed that dude off. So I think, yeah. Yeah. Because there's no 95.9% of the people who see yeah. this film are going to have no connection to these characters ahead of time. The, you will feel something only if you have gotten connected to them in the course of the yeah. film. Um, yeah, but to but, the deviance for okay, one sec yeah. I was annoyed in the previews that it was like oh we're dealing with another faceless CGI mm-hmm. fucking uh, antagonist he yeah, was gonna
1: die you know he was gonna die
2: but but I thought actually that served the film well because it allowed us to focus on the Eternals and their own conflicts and their own relationships which was the main
1: point of the film I agree it was I one thought, of those things where it's tough because it almost felt like I know I'm complaining about like it's not the action, but it almost felt like this movie didn't need action to me at a certain point because it felt so like like when we got to the end, I was like, "Do we need this?" Like I was like, "Do we, did we need Angelina to have to fight this other dude?" Like, is that necessary? I was like
3: that was abs- so cool. I 100 percent needed all up. her to fight that dude. I, I really thought he was going to kill dude. her at
2: the end. I was like, "Don't!" I thought so me.
3: too. And my man fucked up. He told her to remember. She was like, "Oh shit." I do remember. I
2: cut your head in three pieces. <laughs> yeah, that was... I cut your head in
3: also, three pieces. Also, I was like, I oh. needed that. I needed. I Listen, this was the other thing I needed. Since we talked about the end, we might I'm have, skipping I'm around, sorry. Part. Yeah. I, I to your po- earlier point, Jirai, hated that Kamel didn't hate it. Hated that Kamel wasn't in the final battle. Hated. And I and I I swear to you, I instantly went to Google. I was like, "This better have been some kind of." There was like a code. They did some reshoots. There was some reason that he couldn't do. It. They had to cut. It was a COVID thing. They needed to move him out of. the, They had to do the reshoot. He wasn't in. I I can't believe <laughs> he's not in that final battle. I can't. I can't. And I would. Th- and here is when I wanted him to come. I wanted him to come the whole time, but the point I the point I wanted him to come. That f- I felt like this is the only time we can maybe see him pop up. But he can't fly, so how could he have gotten there? But the point that it would would have been nice to see him pop up is right as Icarus is like about to, <laughs> is about to shoot Cersei. The moment where he gets the, I mean, I like the story moment of him being like, "Oh, I love, I love her, and I can't kill her." I really enjoy that story moment. But just imagine, just yes. right as he's about to do it, a fireball just knocks him <laughs> down. That would have been so. He gets knocked to the ground, and, you know, Camille's just like, stop it. And, 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 uh, Karun's over there. He's, he's shooting. He's, he's, <laughs> he has like an old timey camera. <laughs> and then, and then from the ground or something, you know, uh, Icarus tries to get up and tries to do one more shot. And then he gets that, that realization moment of like, wait a minute, this is the love of my life. I can't kill her. Cause he was, cause he was, there's at least two or three times he was going to kill her already. And like, we could have just had one moment, one more oh, moment. See, I like now. that moment at the end. You know, I
1: like, I actually, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Which, which I'm not saying you know, that we do away with Icarus, that moment. I'm saying we do both. I get both. that. I, I just like, but didn't ask the frustrating, oh. uh, like, I liked that Icarus couldn't kill her, but it, 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 Okay, how do I put it? Remember, a lot of people complained about wow. Captain Marvel, right? But I like how the termic is to me reading Captain Marvel because I used to read her when I was growing up, and like she to me was like a combination of um, Iron Man because she was cocky, but like uh, Captain America because she was like so loyal, and she had like the best of both. Mm-hmm. So like when she was doing shit and just beating a shot at people, I was like, yes, this is what she would do. But she had that moment <laughs> where she had to unlock and we had that beautiful montage of like all the women from girls to adults. Oh, that got like, me. I and then she that, powered that the fuck me. up Super Saiyan style. And I'm like, yeah, we in it. And it, it's the thing about this end of this movie and it kills me. It's like that moment, I wanted her to win. Like I wanted, I Cersei? wanted Cersei yeah. to win. And to me, I don't like those parts in the movie where like, the like the 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 hero is about to like die and all of a sudden somebody comes out of nowhere and just shoots the bad guy and it's like well that person didn't they didn't overcome the thing they had luck on their side you know I wanted her to well the thing is she she beat the celestial and that was the real I, see I get, yeah that's, she the, did. that's see, I get it's that not but luck. she didn't get a chance to do that until he fell back to me she could have like turned that nigga foot into a tree and was like, I got to do this, <laughs> uh, And like, had the powerful moment, because even when he stared, they both were like, almost crying, and she just like, puts her hand down. So I was like, no, motherfucker, you can stop a goddamn Celestial. Fucking dude, like. Fucking pound, like. But, I, but uh, I think
2: maybe maybe that was also, and maybe that, maybe that could have been narratively shown better, but maybe that was also her choice because she also still loved him.
1: This ain't about, she right? wasn't killing yeah. that nigga. She was trying to save the goddamn world. The whole movie was her yeah, but getting he the pretty- strength to save the motherfucking world. <laughs> and she's now over here putting two fingertips down. No, put your goddamn hand on this ground. You earned it. You are the smartest person here. You are the leader. You got the little thing in your throat they could have done i feel like maybe they could have done to your to your point
3: maybe they could have done a little bit more this would have been expensive it's marvel but, like c- yeah, cgi sure so. I, but by this point you know how much money they've <laughs> spent by this point in the movie but if they, they could have done some cgi to show the effort of turning the ice to the rest of the celestial inside the earth do you know what i mean because this is a massive <laughs> This is a giant creature and it feels like, cause what it feels like you're missing is
1: the the what's hard about what she's yeah. doing. It's, right. it's not about what's and hard so for me, it's it's like, no, it's not that. To me, I always think of, I, no, sure? it's not. I, I believe they showed how hard and how long it took. What I felt like I missed was that she is now the badass of this movie. We've, we've seen her grow, we've seen her go from like, not sure. We've seen her get the courage. We've seen her realize, yo, we gotta take him down. We gotta do this thing. But we didn't get the moment of like her becoming the sure hero that I feel like happens at the end of these movies. Like when you watch Spider-Man, Spider-Man homecoming, for instance, like they have the famous shot taken right from the comics where like he is screaming, he is crying, covered in the fucking rubble. And at one moment he hears a voice and he's like, oh, I yeah. gotta do it. it.
3: Just feels to I, me like you're describing him going through something really hard and getting out of the other side. Like, like, because that is what she's doing there. She's transforming a one million foot tall <laughs> <laughs> celestial into ice. This whole thing is she's she's turning. The it's, only other thing she's done is turn a a tiny ass deviant <laughs> into a tree and a
2: bus. She, and he wasn't and that a tiny. Bus. And he wasn't that tiny. But but not but, that the, but
3: the deviant is a but the but the thing that's hard about it is she can't change organic. Yeah. Uh, Right, she yeah. can't change our game, you know. And so, like, what I uh, sincerely feel like you're you needed was her doing this. Right, they go through the earth. We see the thing changing, and then we see her scream.
1: Ah, right, and she's like crying. She's crying and shit. Okay, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it feels I like, get, like get, that's yeah, what you were needed. To like the. That's why I say I don't know, whether it was written that way or or directed. It just felt like I didn't get the moment of like because I want. I was rocking with her so hard and I was like, yo, let's fuck this dude. Let's do it. And I fuck like I didn't get the fucking hero moment. That's okay. All. But I guess she well, did. Well, look, I know I noticed the ending. There's still there's stuff before oh, yeah, sorry, this though sorry, that sorry, I yeah, do like, want to talk about. Wait, I just like, want to know like,
2: in every Marvel film going forward that takes place on Earth, or we we, we got to see that like goddamn Frozen. we got to. <laughs> we <laughs> <Yeah>. have to. <laughs> it's going to be there. It's going to be there the someone's whole time. Someone's got to fight on it's it. Gotta someone's got to fight on his
1: hand. Like someone's going to blow up half his fingers. Like it's got to be whatever the equivalent of this
3: end game is going to be is like that thing waking up or something like yeah. it's going to be something, something great. Um, okay. Wait, but there's other, there's other stuff. I mean, like essentially, essentially this movie goes from the, the, the mechanism that we're doing is, is putting the team back together. So we're like, we're going through each, Person, like once Icarus shows up, they're like, "Great, we got to go get Summer Hayek." They get to Summer Hayek, she's dead. I was, I let me let me tell you all
1: yeah. this. I same, was I same. Was pissed pissed. <laughs> I
3: instantly killed Summer Hayek. I couldn't
2: believe what are you' doing, yo.
1: I was, I agree. Hayek. I was so
2: mad, so mad. But you know, maybe that's kind of part of the point, right? Is like, here's here's an actor you all know. Everybody can get it. Playing exactly, playing this superhero. Oh look, there are stakes because yeah. you assume sam Hayek's gonna be an Eternal Six. Well Exactly. Maybe exactly.
3: Not. I mean they did the they did the Drew Barrymore, they yeah. did the Psycho. And they're just like this person
1: who you came to see is dead. How do you I feel? I just watched feel her good? episode of Hot Ones. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. Yeah. What is what is Ajax's power though in the comics? Healing. Or well oh Actually
2: yeah. in the comics, I'm not sure. I do know Ajax is traditionally the Prime eternal. And also, like the design of the character is is super weird. So they did a nice mm-hmm. job here. But I'm not sure. Well, her really thing in this was
3: being able listen. to heal
2: herself, which is why, which is what or they others. were able to sort of yeah. or others.
3: Or others, which is what they were able to kind of thread, like, oh, this deviant can heal himself. He must have Yeah. After after she was dead, they were like,
1: he must have Which is something they didn't powers. do before, right? Sounds like a new thing.
3: Yeah, and yeah. which Icarus, we learned later, Icarus didn't see. Like he didn't see. That happened. I
2: loved him being a badass. That shit was great. Didn't see that coming. It's so
1: funny because I didn't. But when it happened, I just thought of Chris Tucker in um, and uh, Rush Hour Two, when he's like, um, "Never trust the rich white man." And I was like, "This dude was too handsome and too cool. I never should have trusted him." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> um,
3: and they kept calling him and they did the work of like of really building up Icarus. You know, yeah. if you didn't know the comics, they were like, Yeah, this dude's freaking yeah. Superman. They kept like calling boss. him that. And he had all of Superman's yeah, was a boss of, yeah. Except for Cold Breath. That's the yeah. only thing he didn't have. He couldn't. Um Yeah. So like so, you know, once she's dead, once she's dead, they, they decide, okay, we have to go get Brian? Is they that have to who get, they gonna um, go to next? Um, come
1: Kamal. Oh no, yes, they I get Kamal next. To Brian. They Kamal Brown was first because Kamal, Kamal had first.
3: the plane to get them. everything. they get, they get, Oh yeah, they yeah. Get
1: they Kumail. get
3: Kamal because I remember being like, I really want to see Brian, and I also really wanted to see um, Homegirl. Brian was plays. second to last, and then um, Lauren. Yeah, but that, but the, the two people I was most excited about seeing we didn't see them until the, they were the last two people to get. They get,
2: they get. Um, yeah, they get Kamal, and we get that great like Bollywood sequence and his whole bit about they're like how how have you not let out that you're eternal? How have you been in movies since the 1930s? And he's like, oh, that wasn't me. That was my great, yes. great, great, great grandpa. <laughs> yes, yes.
3: One on. would have a beard. <laughs>
2: One would have a mustache. This is so,
3: and, and then his assistant, his assistant, though. Stole the, the, it. The, oh, he was His beautiful. assistant fully know that they're eternals when they show up. He like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the yeah. eternals. He's like so excited. I love yeah. the Friends from College. dude was
1: so funny. The, the Friends from yeah, College reminded so me of Thor um, Friends from Work, which a little kid came up with. Friends from Work. And I was like, oh that's great. Yeah. yeah. And they did set
2: up vampires. They did set up vampires cuz Camille said that his valet thought he was a vampire. Yeah, but, yeah, um,
3: which was great. That was a great thing to set up wh- why his valet now knows the history yeah. because he thought he he was like, I know you the same dude that was in that movie 50 <laughs> years. He said ago, he was an assistant oh for God. so long. So
1: was like, I'm getting older. How the fuck do you look like this? He's <laughs> got to be a vampire. Yeah. Um I thought I thought Camille was great. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought I was, like was his great. jokes weren't over the top. He was like Just did enough. It was heroic. Yeah. And instead
2: of having everyone make fucking snarky jokes, it was just which was great because this, honestly, I hate that Marvel always undercuts their big emotional moments with jokes.
1: Uh, Yeah. Like,
2: like let, let the movies have emotions. Guardians does that a lot. Guardians
1: 2 did that a lot. It was like, every time something went down, somebody had a one-liner and I was like, yo, these niggas about to die, right? Ain't nobody joking yet. Um, uh yeah yeah the in fact yeah and I, and giving putting it all
3: on on him and also him not really showing up until a little bit later i mean there had been jokes before but but once that happens especially for the people that are like thirsty for that in a in a movie like this i just remember my audience eating up you know these these scenes and and all of these jokes and all of these bits that th- that they had because it was like really refreshing to kind of to kind of have like this kind of like uh, standout kind of comedic relief character or or characters mm-hmm. even you would, you would yeah say. because
2: him and his valet they were the valet exactly. yeah, him and the, the valet
3: that that bit was you know Abbott and Costello like it was like great it was, like really fun um, really fun and that to, motherfucker to had to a watch. lot of cameras
1: yeah boy how many yeah. cameras did you bring. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. Always have a power. I love when they went to go get Angelina Jolie and my man had the pie and like how slow. Yes. I knew it was gonna fall, but it fell so pie. slow. Like, why does pie fall so slow?
3: Yeah. And and I'll say that the throughout this, we're getting flashbacks to sort of how we how we got here and, and important moments that lead up to this. And like before this, we see that um we see that uh Angelina, Angelina Jolie has gotten the mad weary, is what they call it, which is this thing that like you live for so long, you start remembering shit that didn't happen. You kind of become and violently
2: you, senile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and, you just trying to kill everybody.
3: And they are they essentially just are introducing another threat. You know, like because once they bring her out, you're like, oh, she's gonna. It's hard to kill. She could her. kill yeah. everybody, and she's really hard. Um, um, to kill, but I loved their relationship, like her relationship with um, Gilgamesh. Uh,
2: Gilgamesh. I mean, Gil- that's something Gil- we haven't touched on because maybe it's so obvious. But I do love, and this is true in the comics, and they, I think, they did a very good job of leaning into the film. And that is that all of these Eternals are where humanity got their mythology. Yes, because Athena. Yeah. So, th- yeah. so, so, Athena is Athena. Yeah. And you know Gilgamesh is Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh yeah. who's basically yeah. started the hero's journey, right? And Festos is Hephaestus, oh, yeah. right? So, yeah.
3: And Sprite and Sprite has been sort of she because she has this ability to kind of uh, project images and like and 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 change your outward appearance but like through projections Loki? or something like that. Yeah, she, she's and Loki,
2: so, she's Puck, she's, you
3: know. Yeah, yeah. And so like she she even there they're even they even say that she made up the story of Icarus flying too close to the to the sun. Like that's a story that she made up and introduced into into uh And I, I love that one
2: mythology. reference when, uh Camille's character is like Thor and I used to hang out when he's kids and now
1: he Yeah. Like, he, yeah
3: he won't return my calls. He won't return my calls.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really... that's That was a funny, Man, was be, a funny like, joke. Yeah. It's so funny because even thinking about some of those scenes, like, when they go to... Which one is the one I thought? He has a bad guy looking face. But... Um, oh, Druid. Oh, Druid.
2: They were setting up in the previews, they were setting up him to be the bad guy. And in the comics, he often is the bad guy. So it was really cool that he was a red hair. Mm, yeah.
1: I yeah. actually thought Sprite yeah. was gonna be a bad guy the whole time. Like, I, I was really... I was like, this little kid is bitter. Well, you were right. Yeah. It. And she Yeah, you were also. right.
3: And, and I I think that the movie balanced this as well as it could, but it it's unsettling to someone like me, everyone who's heard me on this podcast before knows that I like if you're my friend, you're my friend, I like you innocently. I la- prefer that kind of relationship. Okay. I can't have you stabbing me in the back. And I can't have, like I can't have
1: that shit. Well they were connected to, to each other, James. We so, had to be friends. They had
3: to be. And they had been, and they had been exact. I mean, they had been together for, for eternity. So like, you know, so it's, it is beautiful that they had this sort of like ability to kind of forgive transgressions in that way. Um, But like, yeah, when they go to Druid and Druig, we've established that, that Druig back in, uh, when was it? Back in.
2: in, Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes. Uh, to note I used to know how to say it. Touch wow, He's okay. back there and he and he's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna possess everybody. Like, I'm gonna Try control yourself, everybody. <laughs> <this. Yeah. laughs> yes. I'll, that shit was crazy. And then it they it sort of like introduced this thought of like, well, if Druig, we had already established that like they didn't help Thanos, they didn't help during Thanos time because they were instructed not to. But if Druig was like, fuck y'all, I'm doing whatever I want. Like, I'm tired of all this. I was like, why didn't Druig do anything? But then we learned that he like he it. has this,
1: he, he thought about it. And then he has this understanding of a like
2: nice moral ambiguity and also like the nature of good and evil with that character.
1: And in like, yeah. evolution, he's like, humans never would have got to where they are if I would have stopped it. And I was like, you know, it's something true to that. Yeah. Um, it was pretty, it's pretty...
2: I didn't want to think about it too much, but it's like, it's pretty bleak. And is it accurate to say that warfare is one of the single greatest causes of human investment? Because that's one of their theses in the I feel like,
1: think about it, the space race did so much for the world, but it was literally everyone competing, trying to get to space before the other one could. It's like... Right, or sort of
3: like how it's like the atomic bomb, which they they talk about in the, you know, but like the... It's like, well, we were creating this to do one thing, Oh but it's being used in this <laughs> other way, right? Like it just every 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 war advance, you know, or or like you know, how are we going to win this war? Well, they have swords. Every time I think about guy, that, you know James, or whatever it
1: is. Cuz I love that they touched on that when um Brian Tyree was like It's like I did this, I I gave him too much technology. And I had to think about it cuz I almost forgot that the atomic bomb was dropped twice. And it was dropped by one nation. Yeah. And I was like it's something that I feel like people don't talk about. That the nation that dropped it dropped it. You know what I mean? It's like, well, it's we don't talk about we it don't here. Talk about. <laughs> oh, true. It's, I'm sure they probably else talk about it in Japan a lot. About <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, we don't talk about. Yeah. We also don't talk about the internment camps. We yeah. don't talk about. Yeah, we don't the talk small about box, blankets. blankets. We don't talk about a lot of shit. Because
1: I'm always things. thinking about like we wiped, we wiped people off the planet. Like it's unlivable to this day. Anyway. I did like when it talk. I will say this: I like the philosophical moments and questions this movie posed. Again, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's tough because again, this is a really good movie. It's a really good DC movie. I don't know how to insert the Marvelness in it, though. Right,
3: but I th- I think it's a, a it's a lot of what Bill was saying earlier too of like how it is very much. It's a this is a celestial you know, stories, the space story, you know, it's not grounded in, it's not grounded in the, in the world that we have in the, in the world that we have come to predominantly spend time it's creating in. creating a MCU. new branch
2: of Marvel the same way, like yeah. what if was creating a new branch of Marvel, but in a way that was more in the Marvel formula, like these are the stories, you know, but yeah, yeah, different. Right. So this is like, well, we are now going to do all this other shit because they need to. There's like no way yeah. I'm not saying you had to do Eternals first, but there's like to introduce Silver Surfer and Galactus and all these other cosmic characters that they want to introduce. There's really no way to do that without kind of establishing more of that world. And you can't establish that world with I know he's dead, but like for example, Captain America. Like you can't establish. It wouldn't make sense. Like what the fuck is Captain America doing against the Celestia? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's true. In this, in this, um, druig
3: scene, this scene where they introduce druig it's sort of extended, right? Like, cause this, this then leads to, this then leads to the uh, the deviant coming, killing, yeah. k- killing Gilgamesh. Angelina ain't had um, his back. Uh,
1: she she over here tripping. She couldn't. She over here tripping yeah, and shit. She couldn't. <laughs> she had the well, she started Because she
2: started fighting them while they're trying to fight the deviant, and then Gilgamesh yeah, dies because he's protecting her because she's senile. Basically, this was wild. I, I, this was another scene
3: where, like, you know, we know the deviants are in the trees. It was like scary. You didn't know when they were gonna yeah, yeah. attack until you, until you did. There was, there's like a point where you're like, oh, this. Also, is Also, you realize that like is, some of you know, the Eternals
1: like, can't fight. You know what I mean? Like, some of them can't fight as well yeah, as, as others. Cersei's yes. not really a fighter. Yeah, like you know, yeah. Sprite can't yeah. fight. You know, you know, I was like, that was good. But to Sprite, can, can, well, can, Sprite can, 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 can.
2: Sprite stabbed that
3: dude, right? Yeah. Did she? Yeah. Sprite can, can trick you into thinking that she and, can fully and disappear. Can and much be pretty much like
2: shoot, but that's like pretty much it. Uh, uh, yeah, but sure. like
3: Druig is like, Druig is possessing the people around him to, to, to shoot. And they're like, bruh, you got to <laughs> let these people go. But I, he was a good fighter though. Scene, he was over there getting uh, shit done. Um, This sequence was, was was great because we also get the deviant after he consumes Gilgamesh, he sort of becomes more, more, uh, humanoid and Mm -hmm. like has a monologue and like, and like realizes this sort of deeper thing that's happening, which is like uh, essentially the, the, the reason that the, the reason that the Eternals think they're there is so that they can stop the deviants from preventing the, the, the growth of humanity. But what we learn once um, Cersei becomes the head of, of the Eternals after Sama Hayek's character dies is that there actually is a deeper mission, which is the Earth is an egg for Celestials, and they were supposed to just... And the Deviants and Eternals were both created by the, the god that they, that they serve to help to spread life. But once the Deviants got out of control... They needed the Eternals to stop the Deviants so that life can spread and essentially be food for the Celestial when the Celestial breaks out of the Earth after a certain point. So like there's this like sort of deeper mission that that then turns the Eternals against each other because essentially Icarus, uh, some of them agree that they that they should bring the Celestial to life uh, and others don't. And so destroy it's the, the earth. Do we destroy the earth or do we, we or do we here. uh or do we protect humanity?
1: Um it's yeah, and I love when we when we finally, you know, we get Kamal, yeah. we get Druid, then we finally go to Brian Tyree, which I think was great. Because I thought the interaction between and him, his husband, and his kid was so nuanced and beautiful. And also
2: they made his husband his husband was
1: speaking yes, at one point. Yes. Right? And it didn't feel yeah. And I was like, great. wow, they nothing felt forced. Just put that nothing in there. Nothing felt forced. Nothing felt like, oh, we have our first queer couple. It felt, felt very natural. And I read that Chloe said she let um, Brian and the other actor just, she's like, I'm gonna let y'all handle it. What do y'all think is appropriate? What do you think is this? What do you think is that? And, it, and you felt it. Oh, so they like improv I it? think so. Like the stuff with the mm-hmm. sun was definitely improved And I was like, I think that's beautiful because I think like that is, that is the way that it's not, nothing's misinterpreted. Like I felt like, you know, you could have had like a straight, male actor tried to write this part I was like, yo, just let them let them rock out because they probably can do this better than what you can, like try to assume you know. And I'm like, I think it came off very well. Oops, also yeah. I was so mad because they kissed once, and I was like, they had a whole sex scene. Nobody complained about that sex scene, which to me was not even necessary. And I'm all about a sex scene. I'm like, yeah, it was the first happened they could yeah. they
3: could have gone there with them. They they, they certainly that should have been a couple right? that had a sex scene. Like We all about to, we about to die. <laughs> we about, well, I may not see you I, ever I see, again. I see
2: that. I see that argument, but I also think they were trying to create like the fam, like the family, and it's about the child. So maybe that is right, sex and then. not. It's the, you know,
3: we're not like leaning into, we're not leaning too heavy into. uh into the sex element because we wanted to feel familial. I mean, it was weird. Right? I mean, like the, the other sex
1: scene was weird to me because I was like, I get they were showing their love, but I was like, uh, uh, okay. uh The first Marvel sex was, scene or not? It was. Yeah, first, first. Okay. All right, like all right, that. All right, cool. yeah. I mean, also, let's, a lot yeah. of firsts. <laughs> I mean, let's not.
2: I mean, it was. It was a love scene. Let's not say it was a sex. Like they were clearly having sex, yeah, but it wasn't yeah. in any way graphic. Listen, or this is the
1: wrong yeah. thing, Bill. With society today, sex and love can be the same. Sometimes you just want to get some handcuffs out, <laughs> get some cocoa butter. You know what I mean? Some baby oil. That's still making love. Yeah.
2: They were it's just true. naked on a beach. I mean, they okay, were on a rock.
1: rocks actually. They weren't even on a beach.
2: <laughs> yeah, they were in the desert. They were, they were just they were just in a the fucking
1: like mountain cave like in a king and like fucking right here. This is good enough for me. Um it's yeah. real. That's real love, actually. You're right. That's real right. love. Well, after they get after
3: they get Brian, they go back to their ship. Their ship is is uh is yeah, deep Iraq. within the earth. Correct. Yeah. Um and uh what's her name is there what's her character name I needed Macari, more of her man. Macari. Oh my goodness. I needed more of her too. And as a as a huge uh flash Fan when they she did started the speed
2: really well. They did this. what really was the power? Let me she tell would, like, you. like speed and then like
1: hit him. What was her? Power? No, but she would like
3: hit him with oh sonic, just like a sonic, like a sonic. It's, uh, a so- boom. it's like a
1: sonic boom. Uh, yeah, I was like that. Shit was great. That was incredible. Boom.
3: Her her. The only thing I didn't like about about again I wanted more of of uh, Brian Tybee Henry's character throughout the movie, and I also wanted more of Mac- Macari Macari as well. Um. Uh, but the one thing I didn't like was when she when she, when she showed up and the, and they tried to tell they they recapped everything and she was like so you're telling me my life isn't boring anymore instead of her being like wait a minute two of my friends are dead and <laughs> like she didn't have a moment to to reckon with that she her moment was just like that's who she
1: Lauren oh, Ridloff. I'm okay with it that's she was yes was Lauren she in, she was in um oh former Miss Deaf America yep yeah, I think she was in oh, yeah. um uh, the Sound of Metal the
3: Walking oh, Dead
1: I, I, I stopped watching the Walking Yes
2: dead. she was in that too. She was in that
1: too. Yes.
3: Okay. I was wondering why I recognized her. Um, yes. Yes.
2: Um, uh, but yeah, she was yeah, I, but They, they but didn't explain know, the sonic boom thing. It looked I loved so it. cool. She was fighting in all kinds of ways. Yeah.
3: No, I, I mean, I, that seems like a power that, you know, you're moving fast and you can, you break the sound barrier could, and blah, blah, blah. I didn't know whatever. what was happening. And she was fucking, ickering, so she was fucking. Yeah. She was but then right? she got hit with the thing
1: that happens to all speedsters. He like clipped her. And I was like, yeah, man. She, she could have did a barrel yeah. roll and kept going. That should be killing me.
3: <laughs> but what gets us there, essentially what happens, right, is that, like, you know, at this at this point, while they're there, while while they're on, on their ship, um, you know, uh, Brian is tasked with figuring out some invention uh, to help stop the Celestial. You know, Dr- they're like, maybe Druid can, can read his mind or asleep. something. You know, and th- they're trying to t- put him to sleep. They're trying to figure out all these different things. In this moment, Icarus, you know, unveils like I've known this whole time. In fact, I killed uh, Samajak. This everyone's pissed. <laughs> you
2: know, How did you do this? And, and Kamel can't yeah, believe yeah, he it. Kamel like
3: no. can't believe it because that's Kumail, his boy. you know Kamel. So, you know, yeah, and a lot of them like really look up to Icarus because he was the strongest one. He's not the leader now because, yeah, that's an the conversation
2: mm-hmm. that happens, right? Some of them want Icarus to be the leader because he's the strongest mm-hmm. and like might makes right. And then some of them are like, yeah, but Cersei was appointed the yeah. leader. So that was just also yeah. an interesting argument that was happening.
3: And at the time, we don't know why this is, um, but you know, but it's after this reveal that Kilder, he, he, mur- he murdered uh, Ajax, that Ajax. That's why, you know, that's why he wasn't made the, the leader because she didn't believe in what he, <laughs>
2: yeah, you know, probably wanted. not going to be named the leader when you kill the leader. Probably.
3: I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, and the reason he's upset is, you know, that this relationship that he had with Jemma Chan's character. The reason that it broke up was because he learned about their secret mission mm-hmm. very early on. But he was tasked with keeping it a secret instead of being able to tell them. And that sort of ruined his so they kind of try to give you some sort of connection to like why he might you know why he might some justification for why he might stoop to this level of, of like full-on murdering someone you know feeling like it ruined you know at least a few thousand years of his of his existence um you know and then there's this epic final battle which we've already uh, sort of discussed um, so that means but there no, but Sprite else we want to
1: say I, I do love that we yeah, love that Sprite, Sprite um, we found out that Sprite was in love with Icarus the whole time but couldn't grow up to like be mm. with them it's something to that that's so interesting to me and the fact that she was willing to like yo man I'm gonna just rock out with you and be right on the wing knowing good and well she didn't have a chance but just like this is all I know This I love, I love, you. I love you I'm gonna rock out with you you know cause yeah but she gets she she got hit, you yeah, know. But, in it's, but it's interesting because the yeah, love was, is so I was, different. I was a little. Surprised. The love was different. Like it was such a contrast between her and Cersei. You know, Cersei still could see the bigger picture. Where Sprite was just nothing matters. Reboot me later. You know, I'm stuck like this. Yeah. The robot thing was yeah. interesting. Bill, what were you saying about the robot thing? So, so in in the
2: comics, the Deviants and uh, the Eternals, although created by the Celestials. Mm-hmm were created by the Celestials interfering in evolution, Mm. right? So they took existing beings and changed them, Mm. right? But here, they basically just made them almost like the Vision, right? They made them like super super androids, Mm -hmm. kind of, right? Um, And part of me thinks that Disney did that culturally because they don't like to step on religious toes Mm. and maybe if... We got into like the Celestials being God and creating human life that might have been oh too much, yeah, too controversial for some people. That's just a theory I have. I haven't read anything about that um, based on just what I know of Disney politics. But I I still think that to James's point earlier, ten characters that most people have no knowledge of whatsoever, yeah. So to fr- so people are going to have trouble relating to them because there's no easy access to cre- to make them not not just more than human, but also not at all human, mm. I think makes them, in spite of the performances and the acting, somewhat less relatable. So I don't think it was a good choice. They could have just had it, you know, that the celestials came and brainwashed like, or something, maybe found Adam and Eve found Adam and Eve and went like bloop, bloop, yeah. you know, and just like put some shit in the human gene pool and and maybe we could yeah. I don't know. So I don't know why they made that choice.
1: Yeah, but. yeah. Yeah I mean listen, sure. I just want to say something to Hollywood. I mean actually I'm not gonna say something to Hollywood. I'm gonna say this to the fandom fan base okay, grow the fuck up. Because I'm going to tell y'all niggas this right now. When I get on and someone's like, hey, you want to play Cyclops? I'm about to be Cyclops with a full hawk. And I'm going to tell y'all to kiss my ass. Let me tell you why. It's because these characters were made before anyone gave a fuck about people of color. So of course, our legacy heroes, people have to diversify. Because imagine this fucking movie, if they were all white. And now they got to fight the deviants. And all of a sudden, these white people are going through, like, just tapping little kids in Mesopotamia and, like, going to the Aztecs, saving people. It's like, no, man. The world is fucking diverse, Okay, It's like, get over this shit. queer, Queer people exist. Women can be superheroes. I'm just I'm I'm so annoyed because I thought this would have ended by now. Cause I mean, we've seen this happen so often. No. We saw it happen with John Boyega when he took off a mask and he was a fucking stormtrooper, which we never had saw what the fuck a stormtrooper It happened with like. Captain
2: Marvel when she's a female character. <laughs> People are like, what are Marvel trying to force this female? I just
1: one Marvel's best. Makes fucking no characters. sense. And then when Brie Larson had the fucking brave fucking cojones to be like, hey. All these reviewers are a certain percent white men. And you wonder why this shit happens. Maybe we should not have that anymore. And she said that shit on a fucking podium. And was like, oh, she doesn't like white men. And she literally says after that. She hates men. She literally man. says, I don't hate white men. She even makes the joke because you fucking idiots don't get it. And I'm mad. And I want to know why I'm so mad. It's because literally every little kid's dream is to be a goddamn superhero. But every time I see somebody get cast, there's some asshole trying to tear them down because they don't look like what they thought they were going to look like. You don't understand how. First off, your fat ass probably don't even look like that. Like, shut up! It makes me so Damn. mad. It's like you're at home,
2: <laughs> and it's one of the reasons I really hope this movie does well because, like, you know, now little kids from Pakistan, right? They can see Kumail up there, and even <sighs> even though she dies, she's important and Salma. It's in like there, right, and yeah. Brian Tyree. It just in there,
1: sucks, right? man. Because when you think about it, for real, for real, like, I, like I thought about when Michael B. Jordan was, um. Uh Human Torch. People came after him. Oh.
2: Uh Oh, man. Well, when this Superman thing comes out that he's doing, look I it mean, out.
1: at least that one is the Black Superman. The one I'm nervous about... Yeah, but people are still going to have... <laughs> yeah, they're going to be See, like, this what? Thing, <laughs> you can get away with that one. The one... What's the one you're nervous the about? One, the other one that... um J.J. Abrams and... uh uh Tanasy? Yes. That one's going to be... Because that uh, is Clark. Like, that's Clark. And I'm like, that shit's going to fucking throw the whole world Oh, out. there's... There's two Man. black Superman I'm, movies I'm
3: available. in Listen, that's Clark. All right. Well, listen, here's my, here's my thing. Cause I, I thought this movie was great. And I just feel like there would, there could have been, there could have been one, there was just one scene that I just feel like could have been enriched just a little bit more. It's like, we go to, um, we go to, um, Brian Tyree's home, you know, and he's like the, you know, we know him as the inventor, you know? Um, and, uh, He's like, hold on, I gotta, I gotta show, I gotta show y'all one more thing. And he opens up. There's like a, a, like a wall opens up, and then inside, inside the wall, there's somebody hunched over. They're wearing all like metal, and we hear like, ting, ting, ting. I've been waiting for y'all to, I've been waiting for y'all to come in here, and it's, it's steel. We, we reveal it's steel. And He's like, oh, wait, wait. We're, uh james like, why are you doing this listen we I have know... a guest so we're, no, so we're, we're embarrassing film uniforms and we're bringing shack you're back. embarrassing like, me james like, no because he's he's like he's no. like we're in a, we're actually we're actually in a throuple the
1: okay us, the all right here, here on got the, got the black man can jump podcast I, I do bill I do don't you encourage him don't you encourage him i've been trying to get this bit for a long time
2: no no that bit that bit i love you james that bit was trashed. uh no but he's like but he's like
3: He's like, we're in th- actually the three of us. No. Because no, he, no. he builds stuff too. No, no,
2: no. But what, what I mean? love is at the end when Icarus was on the beach and Brian Tari was like, motherfucker, I've been Yes, forever.
1: to get in your ass. <laughs> to get in your ass. I was like, man, I liked I liked that he didn't have to, like, him and, and the actor who played, what was his name? G- uh, um, Gargamesh? Is that it? Is that how you say it? Gilgamesh. Gil-Gamesh. Gil-Gamesh. I liked that they didn't have to, like, lose a fuckload of weight. They could just be who they are and be in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The show that heroes come in all shapes and sizes, like that was dope. But um, here on the Black Man Podcast, I think that... we oh, so we about to say before I, before I stop James from coming I was just back. Saying that
2: I believe uh, Ma Dong Seok. I I don't know how his actually pronounced his name. I'm pretty sure he was in um, Last Train to Busan. I think. Is that a boxing movie? Oh, Train to Busan. Last Train to Busan. No, the uh, the zombie thing. I think that was him. Wait, that, let me look, Let me look. He was like the big dude that came in the train and saved the dude from a bunch of zombies.
1: Yeah, train. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was him.
1: Wait, I'm actually That's trying him. to find. I'm looking at the the IMDb. I see Gamma. I see Richard. I see. I see every person, but oh, just Train to Busan. Oh, there he is. Yeah, that was him in Train to Busan. It was him. Yeah, it was Snap. Good for him.
2: He was great. In that Good movie. for him.
1: Oh, he was. A, he was a boxer too. Look at that. Oh, he was in real, in real life. life. Well, Look at sense. that. Look at that. Oh, man, he's won a lot of awards. Good lord.
2: Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week. And quite frankly, every week, on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com
3: slash We
1: Review movies not based on whether we like it or not, but if and not, it helps the cause of getting more actors of color parts in Hollywood. So on the count of three, we're going to put our fist up. Remember, it's not whether or not you like the movie, but whether the movie helps the cause. All right. You ready, James? Okay. doing you ready? I am ready, yeah. 1 Actually I'm going to start from 3. 3 <laughs> uh, You know what? I'm going to go back to I'm going to go back to 1. Why are you stop yourself? I'm going to go back to yourself? one. So you go back to 1. I'm going to go back to 1. I'm going go to, one. I'm gonna go, back to one. I'm gonna go back to 1. 1 two. Three. 3. black fists. 3 black fists. Bill, why you give it a fist, baby?
2: I mean, for all the reasons we just said, it's it's the most diverse superhero film ever? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I think I be, think right? so. And also, uh, certainly the first Asian woman to direct a superhero film, and maybe the first woman to direct a superhero film on her own, because Captain Marvel was directed by a yep. man and a woman. Uh, and then, look, you got the guy from everybody's everyone, in this, yeah. right? You can, pro- you, you can, every everybody, you got 10, 10 main characters, and how many of them are white? Sprite, um, Angie, Kit, and, and Rob. one of them bad, so like, four, and one of them bad guy, so and one of them bad. So four of 10 are white. So that means the majority of them are not. And they're all represented meaningfully and intentionally without it being like obvious nail on the head, social justice bullshit. But like, no, these are fully developed characters with real lives. They just happen to be black and gay or they happen to be Pakistani or whatever.
1: I love it. That's why I gave it a fist.
2: Yeah, I love it. You can
3: follow us at Blackman Podcast. Blackmanpodcast.com is the website. We normally would read a five-star review, uh, but we recorded two today. And so (laughs) we read it on the last episode. (laughs) Um, You
1: can follow me at James Third Comedy. Third is 3RD. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan. And Bill, where can they find what you got? Plug your shit. So, yeah. So
2: if you want the Instagram, Twitter, that's just at Demerit, D-E-M-E-R. ITT. I haven't done it yet. I'm supposed to film two more episodes of HBO Max's The Flight Attendant. I was on two episodes of season one. It's a great show. Uh, Kelly Cuoco producing and doing an amazing job. So theoretically, you can see me in season two coming to HBO Max in a few months. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, and I've been runner up for a lot of other stuff. So Hollywood <laughs> casting, just, if we can just have me not be runner up anymore,
1: <laughs> <time>. listen, bro. <laughs> Listen, you want to talk about the avail check and holds, but not uh, getting it, nigga. Oh, is man. That, is that your theme lately? That, I, I-, I call myself Mr. Avail Check, but not book for 2021. We're going to change it in 2022, though. We're going to change it. 2022, Mr. Book. Mr. Book. Gerard Book Milligan. There we go. A nigga need a new nickname. I'm uh, trying to get to
2: Bill. Bill offer only demerit. That's what bro. I'm trying to get
1: to. Literally, <laughs> could you imagine? Like, hey, we got this part. Just just send him the script. That's it. See if he Did like ever, it. Do you ever hear about the five stages of an actor's career? No, please break it down. Listen, so I, everyone do enjoy what we're talking about. This is this is now yeah. on the podcast. Go ahead. This is now on the podcast. So I did
2: a uh, acting workshop with Chaz Palminteri, legendary Italian-American mm-hmm. actor, Chaz Palminteri. And he said, there are five stages to everyone's career. Who the fuck is Chaz Palminteri?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Check Chaz Palminteri's availability. Get me Chaz Palminteri. Whatever happened to Chaz Palminteri? <laughs> Oh, no, sorry. Fourth fourth is we need a Chaz Palminteri type. Fifth is whatever happened to Chaz Palminteri. So wow. those five stages of any actor's career. Which one am I
1: on? I've um, actually heard Don Cheadle say that about himself. Well, <laughs> I guess Don and Chaz
2: read the same book or talked to the same guy.
1: I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm scared to think about what phase I'm on. Um, uh, I don't <laughs> literally, literally watching movies, I'm like, damn, I didn't even know there was auditioning for this. My phase is not here yet. <laughs> ah, well, this was fun. Anyway. We'll check thanks, y'all guys. next week. Bill, thank you for being here. James. Anytime. You All did great. Pleasure. You did great, James. you were a great Braylock on the intro.
2: I don't remember any bad I'm not, thing we're saying.
3: <laughs> what? I was actually being I <laughs> so, was actually being I'm encouraging.
1: Not, I was like I'm not accepting this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm trying to be nice.
1: Anyway, uh, nope. we out, y'all. Peace. Later, y'all. Forever
0: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey.